With WYOY in New York, I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story this week comes from all across the country, where 11 states have banded together to sue the Obama administration in an effort to block new rules protecting transgendered students in public schools. The states claim that the measures constitute government overreach, unlike requiring a birth certificate to pee, which is more like a government reach-around. Taking a look at the election, GOP presidential candidate and living, breathing evidence against the existence of intelligent design, Donald Trump, officially secured enough delegates to win the Republican nomination this week. This according to an ongoing tally by the Associated Press. The 1,237th vote came from North Dakota delegate John Trandum, who refused to publicly announce his vote until 1,236 other votes had been counted, literally handing his cell phone to another delegate so they could be counted before him. It's a story Trandum will no doubt tell his grandchildren shortly before he eats them in order to survive the impending nuclear winter. Trump's meaningless mathematical victory hasn't helped him with his party's establishment, which he once again alienated this week when he criticized the country's first Latina governor, Republican Susana Martinez. Trump told a crowd of Martinez's constituents in New Mexico that their governor was, quote, not doing the job. Experts say that by thinly veiling his racist misogyny, Trump is sounding more presidential than ever before. Taking a look at the Democrats, Hillary Clinton went on Ellen this week to appear relatively human and thrilled audiences by announcing her love of Beyonce's Lemonade after a thorough research process that involved several opinion polls and a statistical analysis of Becky's all over the country. It was a challenging week for Clinton in the press, however, as the State Department's Inspector General released a report criticizing her use of a private email server as Secretary of State, saying she was not cleared to do so. And just like a groundhog seeing his own shadow, this means six more weeks of your conservative uncle forwarding you blog posts about Hillary Clinton being indicted, which she wasn't. Following up on a story from last week, the TSA has announced plans to add up to 700 security screeners to help address record-long wait times at airport security checkpoints. Officials say the new hires will be deployed to whichever terminal you aren't flying out of. In health news, researchers from the Department of Defense have confirmed the first known U.S. case of a bacteria that is completely resistant to all known antibiotics. But the good news is we'll all be dead from it before Donald Trump ever takes office. A new study this week reports that moms who post frequently on Facebook are more depressed than those who don't. In a related study, moms who post frequently on your Facebook are making you more depressed than those who don't. Thanks, Mom. Taking a look at the media... The New York Times is offering another round of buyouts to its newsroom employees, so we can only assume they'll be flipping a coin to see which one stays on. 
In an even bigger story, the massive libel suit against Gawker Media, won by sentient mustache Hulk Hogan, took a surprising twist this week, with Forbes reporting that Hogan's case was secretly bankrolled by PayPal founder and noted Trump supporter Peter Thiel as revenge against Gawker, whose Valleywag blog outed Thiel as a piece of human garbage in 2007. Oh, also Thiel is gay, but we'd rather not be associated with him, thank you very much. Experts say that if true, the accusation set a dangerous precedent of rich people silencing the media, which is something rich people have never ever done before. In an unrelated story, the Koch brothers single-handedly saved four kittens and a litter of puppies from a burning building this week. And there's more where that came from if the price is right, guys. Taking a look at TV news, Hodor, 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 Hodor. And now we have time for a quick look at the weather. Erratic and unpredictable swings in the temperature will be matched by erratic and all-too-predictable swings in your mood this weekend. Expect a high in the upper 80s on Saturday, and a low so low you won't be able to get out of bed on Sunday. I'm Chris Barlow, and that's everything that happened this week. No, shh, shh, shh. That didn't happen. Only what I say. I'll be back next week here in New York with more news from W-Y-O-Y. Oh,